Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Welcome, everybody, to the one and done week two recap show. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Nate C. Hustle. Here with my fellow breadheads and all-around good dudes. Here to give you all the important news and notes from this past weekend in college basketball, along with some DFS betting info as well for tomorrow's slate. But before we get there, before we go through all that, let me get to El Capitan himself, Money Mike. What's up, brother? What it do, baby? Another week down. Some great action, man. I am uh, sweating it out, boys. I am currently in first place in, t- in tonight's DFS league. I'm also in first place. So trying to hang on. Let's go Jaden Ledee, who cost me the other day, but hopefully paying it back. But, yeah, man, I'm excited. I love doing these shows. Glad to have you back on, Nate. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love being here. And keep us updated if you uh, get some good updates on that on, throughout the show for sure. Uh, and on to the conductor. Of the Green Screens Media Train, Mr. Jay Heinrich. How you feeling after that Texans win today, baby? Ooh, CJ Stroud, football player. They're not, they're, not talking, they're not gonna <laughs> be talking, they're not gonna about that test that they do during the count. You're right, wrong show. But yeah, good stuff there for the Texans. And good stuff for Texas as Madison Square Max Acemus hit the big shots. When Texas needed it the most. Hey, I know Mike's rubbing his face. Wasn't the prettiest win, but it, they found a way to get it done. We'll see what's going on. But yeah, everything's cool. Everything's going all right. Oh, texted with a Bucknell player after the uh, matchup against Duke the other night. And of course, he said, yeah, it's the environment was nuts, but it, everything was it was like as cool as you would think. And, uh, you know, wanna, want, looking for a reason to hate Duke, but he said, you know, even the even the fans were were good. So, uh, anyways, looking forward to it tonight, man. Uh, yeah, let's hop into it. Right on. Well, gents, yeah, let's jump right into these stories from the past week. Uh, Bryant goes into Boca Raton and smacks number ten Florida Atlantic, sixty-one to fifty-two. Mike, what are your thoughts from the uh, from the upset? Yeah, that's college basketball, right? It's always there's an upset every day, basically, but. Uh, this one, like a lot of people like to, to bag on Florida Atlantic, right? Because of the Cinderella run last year, they bring their whole team back. And yeah, we're, we're not quite sure what they are. Um, now they played pretty solid in the first couple of matchups, but uh, we talked about Bryant being a potential challenger to Vermont in the, a- in the AEC, say that five times fast. And, you know, getting over there's some humps here uh, early in the season is Bryant. I mean, Jared Grosso, their head coach, He's let go before the season starts, all kinds of stuff going on with that. They followed up by losing to Manhattan and Boston U. Uh, so this is a huge win for a Bryant program that was uh, supposed to be a pretty pretty big challenger for uh, you know for Vermont out there. So, uh, you know, looking at the stat line, like their two stars, Rose Bullock is 19 and 11. Timberlake was 13 and 12. So, you know, you get that kind of production from your stars and uh, they're able to pull off the upset. For Florida Atlantic, though, man, they just went cold from deep. Um to me, this is this is a bad loss, though. Um, I mean, I know sometimes we like to you know chalk it up as hey, one bad game, but you know they're 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 running on a thin line um, already with this high ranking that they're coming in with. A lot of people, you know, Ken Palm has them rated in the 40s, so you know to be number 10, right? The expectations are a little bit higher. 
you know, so I, I don't want to completely overreact to this one. I mean, Davis played well, uh, but they're going to need more from uh, from Elijah Martin. And we're going to find out real soon because Butler is uh, coming to, uh, to to play them at a neutral site uh, here on Thursday, the 23rd. So I'm going to be watching that game very, very closely. Yeah, looking forward to that game. That, that's going to be a good one. Uh, number 21, Villanova suffocates visiting Maryland 57 to 40, uh, led by a strong defensive effort. Uh, Jay, I'm going to go to you. Both teams are coming off bad losses. Give me some uh, takeaways from the blowout. Yeah, strong defensive effort to say the least. A 40 spot. That's that's almost <laughs> that's almost that. it's almost embarrassing that you almost have to try. But but shout out to to Villanova, and we'll, we'll start with Villanova here. Uh, a nice bounce back performance after that loss to Penn. 38% from three, which is, uh, you know, 3% above the Heinrich line uh, necessary to be successful here. And out-rebounded the Terps 31-19. to 19. Those are the type of things that you love to see. A balance attack really offensively. Tyler Burton leading all scorers with 15 points. Get to see them again on Wednesday in a neutral site matchup against Texas Tech. So uh, we'll continue. I'm loving these, you know, pre-conference Power five type matchups, you know, big six, whatever type matchups. You know, loving to see so many of these. Going to Maryland, this is their third straight loss. Gonna probably have some some, uh, some questions here and, and looking for some answers to those questions. Already lost to Davidson and UAB. Haven't gotten Reese going. Only shooting 22% from three this year. They're sitting at 289th in turnover percentage. Still time. But uh, it's a little little worrisome there for the old Terrapins. Oh, I think we got you on mute, Chris. <laughs> there <man>. he is. <laughs> well, on, it looks Chris. like we have a new comment coming through here. Uh, that's what I was trying to say while I was on mute. From Samuel the Sniper. Hey, he's back. Poor <laughs> damn eagle. Oh, man, big Auburn fan right there, man. I want to get go. his thoughts on the Baylor game, first game of the year. I want to get his thoughts. So I'll toss it in the comments, Sam the Sniper. Exactly. Thanks for dropping it in, Sam. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks for swinging through. Uh, if you're watching, make sure you like, subscribe, uh, and be like Samuel. Get up in the comments. We want to hear from you. Uh, we'll, we'll bring it up on the screen here. Uh, moving on, UNC Greensboro goes on the road and stuns number 14, Arkansas. Mike, might be stunning to a lot of the public, but Greensboro is no joke. Yeah, how about them Spartans? Uh, we almost got it the other day. You know, we were playing the <laughs> the brother Langley brothers on the on the DFS slate when they were playing Vanderbilt. They almost pulled off the upset. Uh, man, like another team that we talked about this offseason. We profiled them as a, a mid-major to watch. Like I said, the kid Langley kids are playing some really good ball. They're shooting 38% from three this year. They cracked the top 100 in Ken Palm, coming in at number 99 as of earlier today. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be one of the favorites in the SoCon. So pretty excited to see the old Sparty getting it done. Uh, and then for Arkansas, man, this one stings. Um, I don't know if this one's the end of the world. Um, you, you look at the uh, you know kind of the strength of UNC Greensboro, like we expected them to be a pretty good mid-major team. And uh, the thing with with uh, Arkansas, man, they're just they're not defending the three point line. Like teams are shooting what nearly thirty seven percent from three, 
And I posted this on Twitter was it, a couple of days ago. I don't understand why Musselman's not playing uh, Jalen Graham and Trevon Brazil together in the starting front court. It's I don't know what Jalen Graham's done um, to be playing behind uh, Mitchell and just not seeing the floor. It's uh, it's a little frustrating. Like I know, you know, Musselman loves his guards. You got Ellis, you got Trevon Mark battles there, Davis. Like he did it last year with all those guards, but you have some quality bigs. Like I would love to see him play both of them at the same time, run those three guards and kind of run some of your offense through them, get some easy baskets. Like they aren't just your, you know, your <laughs> defensive bigs, right. That you, that you plot in the paint and hope they can block and, and rebound. But uh, yeah. So want to see if that's going to happen or if he's just going to continue these uh, running these four guards out there with uh, uh, you know, with, with one big man out there. So it looks like we got a flurry of comments coming through here. Kalen's back, man. LFG, man. Missed you, bud. Let's fucking go. It's okay. Hey, Nate C. Hustle. He's here, man. He forgot to take his, his uh, mute off, man. So you got to give him some, some crap about that. Samuel the Sniper. Uh, let's see. Thomas Michaels here. Thomas. going be crazy. Yeah, that starts tomorrow. We're excited about it, too. I have the entire week off from that other job that I pay attention to every now and then. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to that. And then Samuel the Sniper back on the comments on the thought we looked good in the Baylor game. Aiden is the truth. Broom is actually, yeah, well, I, Broom is if he could play 35 minutes. Uh, Walter's so damn good. Yeah, Walter's really good for Baylor. Um, with Ray J. Dennis, that backcourt's tough. And then uh, uh, Misi is also a, a really good player. So, uh, yeah, tough, tough, tough game there. But uh, looking forward to it. Appreciate all the comments, guys. Uh, keep it rolling. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, kind of moving on. Uh, after blowing out St. John's, Michigan loses at home to Long Beach State, ninety-four to eighty-six. The LBC. The LBC. <laughs> we called the plus fifteen, but Jay, this was a big letdown for Michigan. Yeah, and it's it's even weirder because St. John's put up like high eighties today. Five million. Um, yeah, Utah. like. Yeah, with again that Utah match, a lot of points were scored in that one. But uh, yeah, we did call the cover on this one. But but with the beach, wrong team was favored apparently. But no surprise really. I mean, it's it's a really really good team here. Forty fifty fourth, I should say, in the country in experience in Division One. Um, to Shonis, thirty five points. The Treyarch brothers combined for 27 points and 14 and boards as well. Big West is on notice with the beach after wins over Michigan and DePaul. Very impressive stuff right now. And then for Michigan, obviously, this is just an absolute letdown. Like 15 turnovers, didn't really play any defense. Uh, Kamwa, yeah, been great. It's what we expected out of Kamala this season, but don't know really at this point what to make of this Wolverine team. We're going to find out, though, real quick. Memphis, Oregon, Indiana, Iowa. Next four out. So going uh, to find out a little bit more real quick about this Michigan team. It looks like Mama Rocks is back. Mama Rocks the is back. Comments. Thanks, oh, Mama yeah. Rocks Homestead. Awesome week in the DFS streets. Much appreciated. Awesome, excellent, awesome night right here. We're trying to hang on to that first Ooh, place right there, boys. We're trying to hang on to that tonight. First, second, and third right now. Is that what first, you're saying? First, third, seventh, nineteenth, and twentieth. Also, the fifty-first, seventh. Let's go. 
Yeah, right, so if you go. see me looking down a lot, it's because I want this game to end. <laughs> Getting refreshed, refreshed, refreshed. Mama Rock, awesome. Thanks for thanks for everybody. Yeah, y'all keep the comments coming for sure. Yeah, thank you, Mama Rocks. Uh, moving on, San Diego State flexes muscle in the second half to beat St. Mary's. Uh, the Aztecs ran away with it in the second half. Mike, break this last one down for us. Yeah. Um, Man, I St. Mary's, man. We talked to Coach Bennett this offseason, man. This was uh this was their year. They were picked to uh to win uh the WCC. So uh, a little disappointing to start the season, not ready to jump ship. But we'll start with San Diego State. They're actually playing right now, and Jaden Ladee is trying to win me a lot of money. So uh I gotta give them their kudos right here to keep the good vibes going. Uh, but he's just been a monster. And uh, <clears throat> you know, we we talked to a reporter last year. Uh, with San Diego State, who said that Jaden Ladee was unguardable uh, in practice last year. And this is on a team that went to the national championship game. And now we are seeing him go absolutely rough shot through any and everyone. So, man, if he's going to play 35 minutes and play like this, like they are going to be a, a contender to make a Final Four. Micah Parrish is playing really well. It seems like he's kind of settled in after transferring from Oakland a couple of years ago. Lamont Butler, Mr. Big Shot, he's still doing his thing. Darian Trammell is there. Coach Dutcher, man, he's got this team clicking. But uh, sliding back over to Coach Bennett, uh, went down to Xavier as well today. Uh, man, they just they can't figure out how to put the ball in the basket. Like, they scored 57 against Weber State. Now, Weber State's a very good mid-major, all five starters back. Dylan Jones, he's a star. Uh, 54 uh, against San Diego State, 49 tonight against Xavier. You have Aiden Mahaney. Uh, at one point, he was 0 for 9 today. Uh, I just – I don't – Man, it's tough. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to jump off the ship because I know he's a great coach. I think they're, what, since in the last 20 years when we were talking to him, they're the um, fifth winningest program <laughs> in college basketball. So, uh, obviously, Xavier's, you know, not a slouch slouch. Weber State's very, very good. San Diego State obviously looking like a strong contender in the Mountain West. So, these aren't, like, the worst losses in the world, but it's really the offense I can't. I can't figure it out. And it uh, looks like we got uh, got some more comments coming through. Uh, we got Mama Rocks. Hang on. Yes, I'm trying to hang on. This is the longest 12, 11 minutes now in my life. Hey, <laughs> back. Nice. Good luck. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, Kalen. Uh, it's looking rough, man. Mm. Looking rough. So I, I got no uh, no worries about them, though. In the long Grady back. Yeah, Grady's back. What do you think? You guys think about UVA, even though they haven't had much competition yet. Yeah, um, I think I'll have a little something about UVA a little bit later in our best bets that I think you will like, Grady, if you are a uh, Virginia fan. So I uh, do like them. Ryan Dunn's playing out of his mind. Uh, you know, Reese Beekman is Reese Beekman, so they're, they're super tough. That's that's called a tease, ladies and gents, yeah. right there. That's a tease. <laughs> I mean, hang on. This isn't, long, this isn't the hour-long shows that we do. This is a little 30-minute no. show that we do. So there you go. Yeah. Hang out. <laughs> Yeah, the tease, uh, the, the master over here. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our new segment, uh, Explosive Performers. Uh, this segment's going to feature uh, players that have really impressed us during the week. Uh, Mike, go ahead and start us off with the first player on our list here. Well, I got to get off mute because I'm looking down at my screen again. It's a little first. Uh, yeah, man. Um so, yeah, this segment, uh, really just want to focus on individuals. You know, we like to talk a lot about the teams. 
Um, first guy on the list here, Trey Alexander. Like, how good has he been taking his game to another level on the season, averaging 21 points, seven rebounds, almost seven assists, 38% from three. Woo! I mean, a good win against Iowa. He tore it up, right? Um, you know, 23, 11, and nine, almost a triple double in that Iowa game. Uh, just playing some great, great basketball. And man, I, uh, I'm loving this Creighton team for sure. I think, Mike, I think I called it last week, right, on this same show. They're going to win the national championship. Sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, that, that Creighton team does look pretty dangerous. Uh, Jay, who's uh, who's next on the list here? You didn't think I was coming on the one-and-done week two recap and I wasn't going to talk about Hunter Dickinson, did you? <laughs> you didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> You can oh, still man. get him, by the way, on DraftKings books at plus 900 to win the Wooden Award. And I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it might be worth a dime, okay? If you it, just, just, hey, 22, 12.3 is all you need. 22 points, 12.3 boards in the first three. Oh, just a casual 27 and 21 against Kentucky this week. One of the best stat lines in Jayhawk history. No big deal. Talked about it this offseason, though. The combination of him and Coach Self, it's there's, it, it's a perfect marriage. And it's why I'm feeling so confident that he's going to end up with the Wooden Award at the end of the year. Shut up. It's not going to be the last time we talk about Hunter Dickinson on this show. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, same song and dance for the Jayhawks. Uh, Mike, take us to our third spotlight player this week. Yeah, he's actually playing right now. This game uh, officially has 11 minutes. I got a little overzealous there. But Keon Brooks uh, with Washington, <laughs> <laughs> averaging 23 points, eight boards, three blocks in the four games. Um, you know, tonight, looking at his stat line, a tough San Diego State matchup where Jaden Ladee has 16 and 12. Uh, he only has 10 points and four boards with three turnovers. So uh, we had to get that spotlight in before this game ended. Uh, but, no, he's been playing very well. Uh, obviously, he's been around the block for a, a while. He scored 19 points in all four games. I, I, he's going to have to get to 19 if they're going to win this game. They're down by five right now. And also, if Washington wants to make noise in the Pac-12 and, and try to get one of those four uh, – I don't know about five – four bids that they're probably going to lock up, uh, he's going to need to keep up this type of production for sure. Yeah, the Pac-12 looks like uh, Arizona's to lose in the early going here. Uh, Jay, hit us with the next player on our list. Judah Mintz, guard from Syracuse, 23 points, five dimes, 2.3 steals in three games this week. Look, we knew he was going to explode this year after an awesome freshman year. Had a big game in the comeback against Colgate, 23 points and eight assists. And, I mean, putting him and J.J. Starling together – in the backcourt for for Syracuse, it's it's making this this team definitely a little bit more exciting to watch than maybe the Orange of old, if you will. Um, but yeah, shout out Judah Mintz. You missed the two three zone. Don't lie. They do it sometimes. I saw them. Do not. Do not. Do I will I will not accept that slander towards me. The easiest. It is literally the easiest defense to play offense against. All you do is you get. You dribble penetrate until you get two people on you, and then you pass to the open person, and then you do it again until you get a shot over and over again. And somehow Jim Beheim made this three <laughs> decades out of running the 2-3 zone. I don't understand it. I, whatever. Sorry. 
This is you did this, Mike. This is your fault. I know. I yeah. tried, to, tried to sit back. You and knew. Enjoy. I don't want to sit back you and knew. enjoy it. He said, "I came in like a wrecking ball." You just watched Jay just. Ah. All right. He set up that soapbox for you and said, "Jump on mm. on top of it." Thank right? you so much. Uh, well, Judah Mintz, that's uh, that's got to be one of those top uh, player names for you there, huh, Jay? It's up there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, last one, Mike. Who you got? Man, you know I'm the uh, the king of the mid-major, right? So I got to get some mid-major love this week. And I got to give it to Marcus Foster, and I got to give it now because they just dropped the game today to Wyoming. Uh, but we were wondering, right? We were so high on them. We called it uh, last year. Now, we didn't call the crazy play that sent uh, – what was the guy's name? Out of his chair falling down to, to beat Virginia. But how they were going to replace uh, Slauson and Bothwell. And Marcus Foster's really stepped up his game. He's averaging almost 24 points per game, about six boards. Uh, so yeah, he had 18 and seven today. He's really one of the only guys that played well today in that loss. Uh, but they're going to be a problem as well in the SoCon. So uh, the SoCon, man, I'm, I'm excited for for that conference as a mid major. Looking forward to it. Mid major madness. Mid. 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 <laughs> so there have been some great performances so far. Uh, nice to pour some shine out to these individual players. Uh, let's move on to the second version of our power rankings. Uh, tell you what, Jay, I'll, I'll have you run down numbers 10 through 6. Yeah, we'll start with Houston. The Cougars down a spot to number 10. Good wins over uh, Tozen, 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 Tozen. Utah and the Dayton Flyers this week like Miami's win a little bit more than Houston's win. So Miami is moved up to the number nine spot. So Houston down to 10, Miami up to nine. Big win against Kansas State today. Marquette coming in at number eight. Just like last week, picked up a nice win against Illinois the other night. Duke staying at number seven. Nice bounce back against the Spartans and Izzo. With the Michigan State. And then down one to number six, the Huskies of UConn beat up Indiana today, but uh they're not they're not great. So uh UConn slid down to number six, Houston, Miami, Marquette, Duke, and Yukon ten to six. Ten to six. Mike, go ahead and run down the top five for us here. Yeah, absolutely. But I love Thomas's comment right here. <laughs> Yeah, boy, Shaka J. Right, number uh, eight. Let's let's okay, Thomas. Like, let's uh, you know, I, I we had this in one of the group text threads that we have for a while. There, the photo of the text thread was Shaka Smart holding his head at the. That was his one shining moment that year when they lost to that 15 seed. But anyways, yeah, my boy Shaka. Thanks a lot, Thomas. Appreciate it. <laughs> Love it. Oh man, we're hitting all the. The, the, hot, the hot points for Jay. Yeah, two, three zones. Shaka Smart, you guys are just triggering me all night long. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. I'll run down a five through one here. Uh, reason why, like, look, UConn's looked great. Like, Tristan Newton, like, he's playing incredible. Donovan Klingon, Donovan Klingon, right? They got a bunch of weapons. They look really good. I just want to see them play someone with a pulse. I don't really like Indiana right now. Um and I have seen Creighton, and I do love them a lot. And I'm putting them at number five, going up one spot just above UConn. 
Uh, say what you will in the comments, but a uh, nice win over an, a good Iowa team. I expect Iowa to challenge for uh, you know spot in the tournament. Uh, Creighton's looked like world beaters. Stephen Ashworth, I'm telling you, like he isn't. The stat line isn't amazing, but he just fits. Baylor Shireman's playing out of his mind. Ryan Kalkbrenner, uh, even though he won't grab any rebounds, he's playing really well. Uh, if his props ever come up to you know to to five or six rebounds, just smash the under until conference play. But uh, yeah, number four, we'll uh, go with Ole Purdue. Uh, no change here. Uh, they got that solid W against Xavier. Uh, I want to see how the the you know, sophomore guards, uh, Smith and Lawyer, how they play against top competition. So you know, that's going to uh, obviously play a huge role in their season. Tennessee, we got them falling down one spot. They crushed Wofford earlier in the week. Looks like one of the more complete teams. They are not a team that's going to play in the 50s anymore, like Jay said. Uh, these guys can shoot it for sure, and they're the number one defense. We got Kansas sliding up one spot, passing Tennessee this week because of the impressive comeback victory over Kentucky. Hunter Dickinson is uh, amazing. If you don't take the PRA, uh, the points, rebounds, and assist lines, whenever Kansas plays in a close pace-up matchup, then uh, Dewan Harris, then you are doing it wrong. He had uh, the over by halftime. And then Arizona sticking in that one spot for our power rankings. Uh, yeah, obviously they had that big win at Duke, and then they blew out Belmont and UT Arlington this week. So Arizona handling their bidness. Your boy Caleb Love, Jay, doing his thing. And it uh, yeah. looks like we got some comments here. Oh, man, there it is. Uh in – Sensational, the UConn disrespect. Yes, oh, disrespect uh, yes. Just, I just, I just want to see them play somebody with a pulse because Indiana should have lost to Army the other day. Uh, and then Sam, the sniper, in your guys' opinion, is Auburn a top twenty-five team? Oh, uh, for me, probably French. I gotta see a little bit more, Jay. Uh, you, yeah, it's you, not. Just outside. I'm not, yeah. not ready to move them up into there yet. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Not quite. So, I mean, it, it could change quick. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm not there yet with them. Gotcha. Well, thanks for the comments, guys. Keep them coming. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move into the core four for the early and late slates on DK uh, for tomorrow. Jay, you want to serve these up on a silver platter? You knew we weren't going to get a one and done without a core four, baby. Early slate first. Attacking you two times. We're going to give you the early slate here. All right. Ryan Emard at 6K. Caleb Boone for those running rebels of UNLV at 6.4K. Luis Rodriguez double dipping with UNLV here at 6,900. And then Dalton Connect from Tennessee. I mean, he's the reason that Tennessee will no longer play in the 50s and 60s on a regular basis. Um, and I will probably roster that man at every single opportunity that I can get. So, early slate core four, Ryan Emard, Caleb Boone, Luis Rodriguez, and Dalton Connect. Late slate. This, this is like... We got a little time here before the late slate. Make sure you check out at Get Green Screens, at One and Done CBB. Make sure uh, that's all over on Twitter, at Get Green Screens on uh, TikTok as well. We're going to drop some of these over there 
um, tomorrow. So just in case any of these things change, for now, the late slate core for Adimara at UCLA for 4.4K. Caden Shedrick, excuse me, for Texas, 5.3K. You know, we were joking around. That's what I get for in the pre-show. We were making because we were talking about Addy, Addy Mara. And then uh, I made a joke about Shedrick, you know, just like just to be silly, and just to, and then of course I end up saying instead of Shedrick on the show. Shout out Kate Shedrick for sure, especially at five point three k. We got Trey Mitchell who won't play a ton of defense, but he's gonna rack up some counting stats for you at Kentucky at seven point one k tomorrow night, and then Tristan Newton at seventy seven k. Why not? boys right now that's the late slate Addie mara caden shedrick trey mitchell and tristan newton oh we got a yeah, comment cool mama, rocks. That's what's, uh, yeah. mama rocks here it is guys here it is we got eight minutes left boys let's see eight minutes left can we get that on the screen first Ooh. second Time for put Mike. Can we put Yo. Mike just solo up there real, real quick? Can we put him up there solo and have him watch the thing up there? Right, right, right. Can we put him? No, there's Nate. No, there it is, right there, boys. Out. Oh, core four, right here, right here. I don't think I dropped one today, but there it is. Hanging on. First, this will be the first big jam victory of the year. Should be the fourth, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Going to the bad beats, right? No. Well, talk about that's those. why you got. That's why you got to jump on these core fours. Keep an eye out on Twitter and socials. Uh, we, we'll try and put as many of these out as possible. Uh, speaking of bets, Mike, Mister Money Mike over here, you got some best bets for uh, for us tomorrow. Yeah, and if you tag uh, at uh, at Money Mike, it's it's not me. It's uh, some other guy. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate the love. I maybe need to make a Money Mike thing. Uh, we do have a, a one in. Or a, Twitter handle called at get green screens. We need to start hopping on some of those bets over there and on Twitter, TikToks, and we'll be tossing those out. But for the two bets I have, you should parlay tomorrow. Right state on DK right now is plus two uh, neutral site game against Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, this is the wrong team favored uh, right state. Uh, They're super talented. Now we don't know the status of uh, Trey Calvin right now. Their star point guard. Uh, he missed last game, and they still covered um, it was against a power six team. I, I can't remember exactly who it was. Um, but, uh, you know, Tanner Holden, uh, he is a star. They got a bunch of players that returned. So a very dangerous team. Ken Palm has them minus one. So try to get them right now at plus two or even, uh, you know, I didn't see any money lines right now on DK. But uh, if you can get that plus money on it, jump on it with a straight-up win there. And then, uh, yeah, the tease from earlier, Virginia is going to cover two and a half. Uh, in the neutral site game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin, oh, man, this uh, this whole deal with A.J. Storr trying to fit in with these other guys, it, it's interesting. He's taking a ton of shots. Um, they got locked down by a, a pretty good Providence defense, and Virginia is going to come in with a uh, <laughs> a very tough defensive-minded game plan. They've got Reese Beekman, Ryan Dunn's playing out of his mind right now. So uh, I think Virginia is going to easily cover – uh, the two and a half. Uh, Wisconsin's going to take a little while to gel, I think. So anytime you can kind of get these, uh, you know, get these names, uh, you know, out there early uh, on these close lines, you can probably make some coin off of them for sure. So, uh, yeah, those are going to be the best bets. And uh, yeah, I think we've got a a couple of a couple of times this year we've gone four for four. Uh, so maybe we go two for two on this one, and then uh, we'll try to drop some uh, some prize picks out there as well. 
Great, great. And uh, looks like we parlay got all day, right? Hold on, looks like yeah, parlay all day. Looks like I got a couple of comments as well. And thanks to all the commenters, uh, you know, Sam the Sniper, Kalen, uh, CT Thuggin, uh, Thomas, uh, Mama Rocks, who's uh, dropping there. Good luck, Mike. Appreciate y'all and the great info. Appreciate you tuning in. Sun Sensational. I promise I don't hate UConn. I was actually begging people to take Donovan Klingon's, uh, you know, uh, uh, let's say Heisman, still, still in the football, uh, the uh, Wooden Award, um, as soon as you could get it. Uh, so appreciate all y'all jumping in the comments. Mitt, too. Uh, GU Mitt. is better than Wright State. Okay, I got you. Hey, man, that's over here. We're here for the opinions for sure. So, yeah, man, I uh, think uh, Napesy Hustle, is that all we got tonight, my friend? Yeah, man, we got some great bets, uh, you know, plays for the upcoming slate. You know, let's keep this hot streak primed uh, uh, primed and loaded Fire here. Fire uh, emoji. Yeah, fired. There we go. Yes, yeah. Spirit fingers, we got I don't it. Know. <laughs> Both. But remember to smash those like and subscribe buttons. Click on that little bell. Get notified whenever we're dishing out this valuable info. But goodbye for now. This is one and done. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out DrRoto.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.